Jody Claypool, Stephen King. We are the Freedom Cats. Meow. Hey, what is this? Nine episodes yeah. in, and we're finally getting finally it. Nailed it. Finally, finally nailed getting it. it. Uh, because you demanded it, we have we have thoughts. We have Kosciuszko County Election Day thoughts. Uh, it's a hyper local episode that will have a very short shelf life. Three weeks from now, you're going to listen to this and think, yeah, that kind of like our slap episode hasn't aged well. Hasn't aged well at all. You listen to that now, it's you know, but whatever. We like these kind of things. It's all right. A lot of pe- a lot of things don't age well, so that's right. Good. We we are getting there's so much urgency thrown at us every day. Much like the four of us, this episode will not yeah. age well. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So our, to our to our listeners in Pyongyang, we apologize for the hyper local content we're about to do. Yeah. Yeah. Those listeners are like, dang it. I don't know if that's how they sound. <laughs> that was an awful North yeah. Korean accent. That's, that's, that was yeah. the, probably one of the worst accents I've ever heard. That was an awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to ask it for a good one, but I'm not even going to. No, that's it. as good as it gets. Um, so we had a, uh, we had a primary fellas. We had a primary here in Kosciuszko County. Woo. Uh, and a couple, you know, we, uh, throughout the last few weeks, we've discussed a couple of these candidates and some of them won, some of them lost. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, primaries here are in all reality more important than the general election. Anyway, we talked about it the last time we talked about elections. I mean, this is basically the election. That's right. Um, so that's why I think recapping, it's pretty cool because ultimately, you know, I will say 95% of these people that came through the primary winners, they're going to go on to win the general. Yeah. I mean, you'd like to, you'd like to think just for the you know good of the Republic that we have a full ballot come November. History shows that's not going to happen. Um, but so these will be most likely, these will be the people who will be representing you and your government. Yeah. In the fall. And a lot of these will be uncontested positions right now at this point. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so if you're going to write yourself in, do it now. Now's the time. Now's the time. Um, any, let's just start off with surprises. Any surprises that hit you when you woke up Wednesday morning or went to bed Tuesday night? I can't say I was surprised at the results. Um, the, uh, the sheriff uh, race, I mean, that was the, the most probably closely contested of the races. Um, some people were happy about it, and some people were not so happy about it, but uh, it is what it is one way or another. Well, the sheriff race was definitely top of the card, right? I mean, yeah. that, was, that, was the, uh, that was the race that was going to bring people to the ballots. Um, should be noted that the low turnout, even for our area, 20% of registered voters voted in this primary that's down from 26 percent four years ago and why do you think that is um why do i think that is well i think well if i'm being honest i think that you know if the sheriff race was the top of the card i don't think that race brought anybody out to vote for something um you were i mean um Jim Smith, our new sheriff, you know, his race was kind of based on I'm going to do a lot. I'm, I'm going to do what Dukes has been doing, make some changes, but I'm definitely going to do it cheaper. That was, you know, um, yeah. and the case was made 
you know, for some of the you know things that felt that Dukes um, was doing wrong. Dukes, his campaign is, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. That's not going to bring people out. You're either voting against the incumbent. The incumbent's not bringing any, there's no, there's no, there wasn't a real driving force to that race. Um, and I think people want to vote for something. They don't want to vote against something. They want a positive catharsis when they pull that lever. And I don't think that happened in a lot of these races, especially at the top of the card. Is that a is that a sign of a good thing where we don't have any like hot button real hot button issues that the candidates are rallying around? So it's just kind of it comes down to hey, this guy can do the same thing the last guy was doing cheaper. Uh, you know I don't know, and and in fact, I was scrolling Facebook yesterday, and the the bad part of this is that you know a lot of the positive things that. I, in the last episode, we talked about that that Dukes is doing and showing improvements on. I didn't see the ads for those until yesterday. So, I mean, as far as voting for someone, really, I think in, in that race anyway, uh, Dukes put out information via social media, but it was you know too little, too late. Um, that for me anyway to be able to see, you know that that firing back about those issues at the jail and stuff like that. It was just, it was just late, but I mean, I think it's more apathy than anything else. It, it, it doesn't matter so many people. I mean, honestly, myself included to a certain degree, you see faces change, but you don't see anything else change. Well, this was definitely not a race for faces changing. Um, this, our community welcomed the warm embrace of the familiar in this race um, if you look down, I mean, Bob Connolly, uh, local commissioner, he's going back. Um, Tony Cirillo, I mean, he's newly elected to that position, but Tony Cirillo's been in local government service for, I think, he, I mean, he said it himself, his entire adult life in this community, whether it's his serving as a police officer or the coroner or everything else. Kim Cates, she mm -hmm. won her race against a, a she's the incumbent. Um, Dave Wilkins, our old state rep, he, uh, you know, he retired to spend more time with family that lasted about six months. And he said, I'm going back to work. Uh, he was elected. <laughs> yeah. But Craig Snow, right? Craig Snow. Craig Snow is okay. But he was already elected, right? They merged. He was 18 and, or the other way around. They merged that district. So you really had two incumbents going against each other. Now I will say Craig Snow, I don't. You talk about surprises. I did not see the absolute avalanche. Snow, avalanche. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about avatar? Bro, I've been holding it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's been saving that one Man. for a minute. I know. He thought that one up last night. You know, he he's been thinking this through over and over, like how repeating it in his our, head and everyone did, just rolling. How did none of our local media jump onto that? I mean, that headline writes itself. Avalanche. You heard it here Snow first, folks. Berries nicely. <laughs> yeah. There's your hey, there's your uh Brian's dying over there. There's your podcast title there, fellas. There's your episode title. Yeah, that was that was a huge, huge lopsided victory. Um yeah. but hundred percent. And we'll we'll get to that in a sec. But uh, 
So again, yeah, we got to get into that. I want to. I want to understand there why was, there must have been some animosity against Nisley, right, within the establishment. Well, sure. Are we gonna go ahead and? Yeah, kind of <laughs> preempted. The, yeah, well, let's go ahead. No, let's, yeah. let's dive into that. So, yeah. um, the so you had two districts. Those districts were merged and adjusted in order to for this to happen. Okay, Kurt Nisley is not loved down in Indianapolis. Yeah, he's not loved by the party. What's the story there? Loved. Um, he just doesn't play. There are. Nice. Two, there are oh, I, I'm not going to pretend that I know it. The, the thinking of, of these folks, but I think there's like, there's two types of legislators, right? There's performative and there's the working type. Okay. You have your performative ones, the ones, the, the names that you always hear, right? AOC, Bobert, Marjorie Taylor Greene. These are performative yeah. type people. Um, Kurt Nisley is of that ilk, right? Makes a lot of, goes down there and he, he, he's fighting for life and he's fighting for guns has never gotten a bill passed his entire career. Has never got a bill out of committee, right? And you got to think about what these jobs, when you think about this, like I like to think about, well, what's the job they're go- we're hiring them for? And if you watched a lot of his ads, it was literally Nancy Pelosi was in his ads, and AOC. Those women do not work in Indianapolis, right? Like yeah. their job as a state legislature is not to fight those big topics, right? Your job is to bring money to your community. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. For sure. That's the gig. Bring money to your community. Bring, there's a big pot of money down there. We're tr- the job is, in my mind, is to send the person, the man or woman, who's going to bring the most of that back to us, right? You want good roads. You want parks. You want all the stuff that we talk about. Mm-hmm. You want a vibrant you want a vibrant manufacturing industry? That means we need money to do those things. We need the funds to do those things. And Kurt Nisley wasn't able to do it. And I think it finally caught up with them, right? Um, and there, there have been what I would call like mediocre candidates that have gone up against Kurt Nisley in the past who've done real good. Mm-hmm. So if you looked at it, you could say, okay, if you just got, if you got someone who could throw his weight around just a little bit he's gonna beat this guy now you Craig's knows that guy you know add somewhere I think between two and two and four hundred thousand dollars yeah. in a campaign chest and yeah it, suddenly 70 to 70 to 30 makes a little more sense yeah I understand that Craig Snow came with a, a lot of uh, downstate money uh toward this campaign so that's uh some changes that wanted to be made. And I made a post on election night about just money when it comes to the elections. It's like, it's time for change, not for dollars. And it's one of those things where, you know, should downstate money be involved in the local elections? I mean, it is, but do we, you know, want Indianapolis to determine what our politics are up here? That's a, I mean, it's just a question I ask because it seems like those with the, the bigger coffers are the ones that, you know, walk away with the votes. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't like outside interests involved in community issues. Um, 
I don't like it, but it happens. Yeah, like, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It, well, when people are talking about the establishment, I'm just picturing a group of people that are completely um, uninvolved and really don't care about any particular locale. This is a group of people deciding who they want to put into a position. And so apparently the establishment didn't like Kurt nicely. And really liked Craig Snow. Which yeah. is weird because, you know, the things you're talking about as far as, you know, policy ideas and, and you know, protecting life, protecting guns, that's Indiana establishment right there. So it makes me, you know, kind of think I, I'm, I'm reading between the lines here, like what, what was coming up that was, you know, there were changes being pushed through or something like that and they didn't want it to happen. Yeah. Don't know. I'm being Jody for a second. Yeah. When you, you know, when you're looking at the, the green yeah, lines and numbers and no, you guys yeah. are both seeing the code. I got to be real with you. Yeah. I'm not in this particular conversation. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, but I go. You know, it's funny when we start talking about establishment. I immediately go to like uh, Hillary Clinton being selected as the candidate to run against Trump. Right, the establishment selected her. Nobody wanted her to run yeah, against Trump. Absolutely. Anybody else could have beat Trump. Right, if Bernie went up against Trump, he probably would have won. So the election. That, that that one, I'm so sad that I was on vacation because this was like you had the the like a guy that was selected by the establishment to run against the person that was that he didn't want in there. Tracy and then the person the sister put some respect on her name. <laughs> Tracy Flick. Tracy Mofo Flick. <laughs> but then you had the sister. The person. How yeah, dare Tammy. you? Tammy. Yeah. Tam- the who other- just ran in there and just oh. shook everything up. Yeah, and I'm looking at that exact election thinking, holy crap, you know, this is Trump Hillary. And then you got the Bernie on the on the side who the people actually wanted and is completely blackballed. It totally is prophetic. Yeah, that's I, I was seeing that too. Yeah. It's pretty good. wild. It's a great pick. Yeah. Whoever picked that. That went, yeah, first ballot, first ballot into the, um, so yeah. So again, a lot of establishment picks, right? I mean, locally picked a lot of the, you know, we picked a lot of familiar faces. Um, and then, yeah, the establishment, they got their guy in Craig Snow. Yeah. So all is well. Back to Jim Smith real quick, because he's the one, I mean, he's a new face, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. I mean, um, in terms of incumbents that lost, it's Kyle Dukes and Kurt Nisley. Those are the two big ones. Um, what do you think? What do you think led to the, the Dukes' loss? Honestly, I think Jody hit the nail on the head. I think it was about the money for Dukes. Yeah. Oh, the raise. Yeah. I think it was about the money. The perceived and raise. It was two things because I also think you you brought up a really good point. I don't think the money would have been that. It could have been diluted if he would have brought up all the changes that made such a dramatic difference Yeah, when he came in and made it about the improvements that he's been running, gunning after and that he no successfully made, right? But instead of doing that, it, everyone focused on, you know, how yeah. much more money he's making, which really, you know, probably isn't that big of a topic, but it is a topic. It's, it's wild to me how hard that stuck. You yeah. that could not get they couldn't shake it, and I think it was the difference. Yeah, I mean Jim absolutely. Smith. Jim Smith ran for sheriff for a year, and I don't think that I think that's important not to undercut. 
He ran for a year. That dude showed up at Memorial Day last year at that parade and did not stop. Where you talked about maybe you saw a little bit of accelerating happening yeah. in the last couple of weeks from the mm-hmm. Deuce campaign. Jim Smith worked for a year, and there's something to that. With that said, that margin, I think, lives in the, the per, voter perception that a public servant gave himself a significant raise. Sure. In a time when we're paying more at the pump, mm-hmm. we're paying more at the grocery store. My dollar's going, my dollar is, has less of an impact than it has in a long time that I can remember. And this guy is taking my, the money they're taking out of my check. Freedom Cats is brought to you by 24-7 Cars. Are you looking for an affordable vehicle that you'll love? Then come see us at 24-7 Cars. With two locations to serve you in Laurel and Bluffton, you'll find what you're looking for at 24-7 Cars. This guy's using that and giving himself a raise? That's the perception. Right. 100% that's, that's the perception. perception. And now, it's based on speeding tickets, so now, hopefully, less speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just thinking ahead. Speaking of, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, that's a whole other topic. Um, so, so, yeah. So now, now Jim Smith is sheriff. So what's the, what are the changes going to be? Nothing. He's going to do the same exact thing Kyle Dukes did. Oh, you here. know he's going to take a pay cut. Yeah, he's better. He, he better. better. And <laughs> God help him if he ever gives himself a Yeah, yeah. he's done it. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, and that's kind of the that's, problem, that's, though, right? That's he's the, locked into twenty twenty two dollars for the rest of his life. Right. And that, But that's a challenge, though, right? Yeah. When you build a campaign based on accountability, I'm right. going to hold the incumbent accountable for these things. Because I don't, and I've said this before, I don't know that, I don't consider what he did negative campaigning in the sense of mudslinging. It wasn't positive campaigning, don't get me wrong. He wasn't singing anybody's praises. But it wasn't mudslinging. It was, he he was holding him, from his perspective, he's holding him accountable. Issue related. You held that guy accountable. Now it's your turn. Yep. Now it's your turn. Uh, you, You had things to say about fentanyl in the jails? God help you when they find fentanyl in the jails. Yep. Talk about sure. prison deaths. Better, I mean, maybe you probably should pray this anyway, Brian, but I hope there's no, I pray there's no deaths in the jail in the next four years. Um, And the problem is that a lot of these things are going to happen. Oh, um, for sure. Because uh, they're not law-abiding citizens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, if, if the other guy is willing if his willpower if his will is at a place where he's willing to eat a balloon full of heroin and then poop it out and dig through it in order to get his fix he's gonna win because that's a level of dedication that a lot of people that i don't know that the guy on the other side has if the other guy is just there, if the other guy's at his job and the other guy's willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That, what have you got? That's never been brought up in a job interview. Are you willing to swallow this balloon for this job? So, th- 
<laughs> I, I've seen it in plenty of job interviews say, on Locked Up Abroad. That, you've never been asked that yeah. question in an interview? If, if they started to step up the interview process with those types of questions, you'd really weed out some of the See, I work the in the car business, so I'm always asking weirdo questions <laughs> like that. Have you ever swallowed a balloon? What, no, it's what are you willing to do? This is like, you know, right. the Klondike bar on steroids, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, my prayers are with Jim Smith. I, I, he's he's a good man. He's a good he's good he's he's good police. Um, just this could be a case of be careful what you wish for. Sure, it, absolutely sure. it is. Absolutely, I mean he got what he asked for, and so we'll see. Good luck, bud. You we'll got see. it. We'll see. Um, another race that we we talked about previously uh, was uh, a county council seat to get uh, Tony Cirillo versus Scott Clay. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. Josh Lozano. Got to talk about Josh Lozano. Yeah. Talk about, like, we, <laughs> he never came up. Josh Lozano, I, I, I don't really know him well, um, but he did. If somebody would have sent out a letter to everybody in the population bashing Josh Lozano, he might have probably done better in that. <laughs> Possibly. Um, but hey, so Josh Lozano raised, in the paper I read, he raised $100 for nice. his campaign. Nice. Got 8% of the vote. Well, man, Josh Lozano got 200 votes. 200 people said, so what happened, I think, besides, so we'll say. Per capita, he probably did better with his board chest than anybody else. He better did better with his money than the other guys did. Um, But if you look at it, uh, so let's take his immediate family out of the equation, right? So let's just say Josh Josh Lozano has a, we'll say 10. 10? 15? 20? 20. All right, so 20, 10% of the votes are friends and family. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So 180 other people looked at the other two guys and said, nah, nope, and hit the Josh Lozano eject button. Like, nope, not voting for either one of these dudes. I'm it, going it would, with Lozano. Does anybody know what this guy was campaigning on? Or was it just, here's my name? Here's why. Here's when I fell in. Let me tell you when I fell in love with Josh Lozano as a candidate fell in love with the student so they're at the candidate forum and first question is about the county lawyer so the previous county lawyer chad minor they were paying him 60 grand a year right he gets elected judge they appoint a new guy a guy named ed ormsby right ormsby comes in like six months in is like yeah here's my bill hundred and thirty thousand dollars. i know the previous guy was doing it for about 60 i need 130 suck it up yep now as now, Ed Ormsby may be twice the lawyer that Chad Miner was and deserves that money. Maybe he does. As a taxpayer, I'd like us to find a lawyer who's maybe 20% better than Chad Miner or maybe just as good. I don't need the guy who's twice <laughs> as good. Right. Um, so they asked him about this. They asked the, the candidates. Okay, so last guy made 60. This guy makes, wants to make 130. Again, it's a lawyer asking for $130,000 of taxpayer money. It is the... It is, it is a softball pitch with a basketball in terms of answers, right? The answer is, wait, they ask you, do you support it? I mean, the answer is, do I support giving a lawyer a you know, 200% raise of taxpayer money? No. There's your answer. You're done. My man Josh Lozano says, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. And they move on. They move on. <laughs> now, embarrassing. 
comes back to the next question before he answers the second question, which I don't even remember what it was. But his aunt, he says at the second question, he's like, listen, I just want to say something. Part of the pro- this process that I love is being able to learn things. And it's okay to say I don't know. It's okay to say I don't know, but I'm going to find out and I'll get back to you. That's okay. I'm not going to stand up here and sit up here and pretend that I know these things, right? Fair. Very sweet answer. Very like... I'm not electing the guy who doesn't know these things, but good for him. Good for him. So Josh Alana got 200 votes. Uh, The difference between Cirillo and Scott Clay was about 280 votes. So our boy Lozano played spoiler, I think, a little bit in that race. So you're saying if you would have put another $200 in, this would have been a very different race. It it might have been. Um. We talked about, we talked in particular in that race, we talked about uh, the mailer um, yeah, that yeah. was attacking Scott Clay. Yeah. Um, I wanna, one thing I want to say about that is none of us, I think, were making light of the content of the letter so much, so much more of like the overall design. Well, the, just the, uh, for me, it was the passion and commitment that the letter represented. Right. And the irony that the person could have done it for free on social media. Well, the the author of the letter reached out to me. Okay. After they heard our episode. By the way, thank you for listening. Um and made it clear that our local folks, our local media, the established media, wouldn't print it. Wouldn't print that letter. Um, one said it was libelous, the other said it was too long. It was long. It was long. Libelous, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. We are sponsored by a lawyer, which I would like to say, take a minute and recognize our sponsor, Travis McConnell, LLC. You know, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but I got myself into a little bit of trouble five, six years ago. Uh, was arrested, charged. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lawyer at the time. But let me tell you, after talking to Travis McConnell, I realized I said way too much. I gave up way too much. I helped the police do their job a little too much than I maybe should have. And those are the kind of things you learn with Travis McConnell. Travis McConnell, he's not one of these establishment guys, right? He's not going to, the county's not throwing $130,000 at Travis McConnell, man. Let me tell you, no, sir. Travis McConnell, he's for the people. Travis McConnell, he's the kind of guy who's not afraid to stand up and have an unpopular opinion. That's why Travis McConnell's my lawyer and a sponsor of the Freedom Cats podcast. Back to our show. His billboards are epic. Yes. If this guy arrests you, call me. Like, how could, how can you plan a billboard any better than that? It's pretty dumb. As as a defense lawyer. It's pretty good. So, um, and he's, and he's locally involved. He's, he is invested in the community. 100%. Yes, he is. Yeah. 100%. Y- you will see him out and about, and it's it's in earnest. Yeah. He's just a good guy that likes helping people. Right. Um, he also pays us to say these things. So, I mean, again, it's one of those things. He's literally a paid sponsor. I mean, yeah. My comment that- about the billboards is completely un, uh, unsponsored, He would have said that anyways. That's the kind of guy Stefan is. Like, he's good giving on you, y'all. He's giving you his I'm here. Opinion. I'm here. Listen. 
It's not show friends. It's show business. I'm here for the dollars, <laughs> baby. All right, back to the show. So um, I think, so the that letter, um, definitely, I think that, that was a situation where that definitely hurt. I think that letter definitely hurt. Um, yeah, because the people who are going to be uh, motivated to vote would be the people who would respond to that letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you would you have responded to that letter if you were a candidate? As if I'm running, you're yeah. talking about if, right. if I'm the candidate, um was it was it a mistake not to respond to the letter? What what do you send out another letter? Well, you, you, some <laughs> no, social media uh, okay. you, you utilize maybe maybe you I utilize just, the I'm building on the joke that sure. it's just funny that it was I mean, I I do really sincerely appreciate the commitment and the passion that it takes to do that. Cause that's not nothing. There's, there's money in there, time in there. Um, so I do get it, but it's just, I find it ex- incredibly humorous that what they needed was a digital guy. And right. yeah, you guys get it. I mean, uh, responding can go one of two ways. It's got to be planned out really well. If he was going to respond to that. Um, it can go good. And, you know, like I said, anytime, you know, partnerships, employment dissolve, it's always like a divorce. So, yeah, right. you know, you've point. got, you've got the people that have to commit to the one side and the people that have to commit, commit to the other. And then you got the people in the middle that are like, Oh, I like both of them. And then they're kind of undecided. So, you know, a well thought out response can pot- potentially sways some of those, uh, people that are kind of on the fence. Yeah. Um, at the same time, if it is not well thought out, it can, you know, hand him a shovel and, you know, that hole's and being it's, dug it's a little tough, bit more. It's tough, too, because we're in hindsight and we're just kind of armchairing this thing. Bro, it's a podcast. That's what, our, that's what, and we're, so, that's what we're hired to do. And so if we're going to do it, we should go all in, right? So what would your response be? Like, literally, how would you come out of the gate with both guns blaring to the people who accused you of, you know, trying to rip them off? I'm so glad you asked. I have it right here. Let's hear it. Here's what I would have said. I said, uh, the accusations outlined in a mailer sent out are untrue and libelous. Although the author and I had a short and profitable professional relationship that ended on less than amicable terms, I never imagined he was capable of such fantasies. I applaud the local media for for refusing to print these lies, and I'm contemplating pursuing legal action against these folks if these fabricated attacks continue. In the meantime, I hope the people of Kosciuszko County join me in moving on from these silly diatribes invented by a jilted employer and focus on very real challenges our community faces that my campaign is built around solving. Yeah, it's a good response. You put it to bed, you're forceful, you're saying it's not true. If it continues, we can go to... We can call a lawyer like... Yeah, we can step it up. Like Travis McConnell, LLC. Just like Travis Mm -hmm. McConnell. Right. Yep. Paid sponsor of the Freedom Cats podcast. Um, so I think not re- because, again, this wasn't, that wasn't, uh, hey, this guy's a secret, this guy's a rhino. This guy's a secret Democrat. It wasn't that kind of stuff. It's like, right, right. This guy ripped us off. This guy stole from us. I think you got to respond to that. And I think not responding to that caused him. But with that said, kid comes out, first race comes within like 300 votes of taking it is impressive yeah super impressive he's got a bright i think he's got a bright future ahead of him i just think is you know a whole lot of 20s 
going on. Well, and if you've ever met him, he's the kind of guy that's going to take this as a, hey, you know, I learned I'm going to, I'll do better next time kind of guy. So, percent. yeah, this was a really good, this was a good showing out of the gate and the next time he'll probably win. Thousand percent. Also, he shows up on the Freedom Cats podcast. Oh, that's he should definitely consider doing no, that. He did and didn't show. I'm saying, oh, he uh, had he been on the Freedom Cats, it would have made the difference. That would have made the difference. Got the Freedom Cat bump. How many likes and listeners do we have? Enough, enough to well, make the difference. All right, to make the difference. Yes, well, more than enough. Well, more. We would have scores. Yeah, it would have been a Kurt Nisley, Craig Snow situation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Tenfold. What was it? The avalanche? The what? What did you? How did you? Avalanche. Like a, big letters. Like an big avalanche coming letters. down the mountain. So proud of it. I love it. Avalanche! Exclamation point. Snow buries Nisley. How did that not get printed? <laughs> Ow! It right. I mean, Times Union, call me. I'm I'm here. And how much would uh, REM cost to be part of that campaign? Like an avalanche coming down the mountain. He's building on it, man. Yeah, man. let's go. Avalanche, big bold letters. No, um, you're absolutely right. And 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 seriously, if he would have come on the show, I know he was hesitant about it because he thought it would go the other way for him. But this would have given him a great platform to vet that whole situation and get it out in the open. Well, okay, but hold on. Don't make it sound like we're hey, come on here and be a, you know, we're not a couple we're not a bunch of cheerleaders here. We asked the tough questions. Did it sound Charlie. like that when I said that? <laughs> All I heard was rah rah sis. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll make him some cookies, you know, rub his like going to rub his feet. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't mean it to can, sound that way. Can I get you a cup of joe? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm a I'm a hard-hitting player from the tough questions Trizzy here on the Freedom Cats podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'd have dropped it like it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) He's about to call up and ask for some pimp juice and to drink. It was real. It was delicious. (laughs) I know. About wrap snacks. You guys ever had wrap snacks? Yes. No, you brought this up before, right? No, I've not. I've never even heard of wrap snacks. They're uh, chips with wrappers on the front. Yes. It's like Lil Naughty's. It's like, you know, Lil Yachty's cheese puffs. Actually, his are like flaming hot, I think, but. Freedom Cats is brought to you by JC Innovations. We provide engineering services for medical device development and defense. It's also brought to you by Tippy River Adventures. You want to get on the Tippy River and enjoy the water with your friends and family. Come out, check us out, have some fun. Second Amendment rights. Yeah. No, that's a good one too. But no, no, no. That'll no. also come into play no. in this conversation. I just, yeah. I want to talk about a movie so bad right now. <laughs> I know. A conspiracy. I got two conspiracies for you. All right. The Amber Heard Johnny Depp court case public publication thing was a cover up for all the Hunter Biden stuff going on. And the was it Jazane Maxwell stuff going on? Hunter, okay. Are Hunter Biden and Jazane Maxwell linked? No, no, no. Two oh, separate two things. Separate oh, things. Okay. But it, it, it was, hey, look over here. Don't pay attention to this more meaningful stuff over here. Right? And this, uh, the Supreme Court leak thing was because they're trying to cover up for the vaccine reports that's coming out about uh, um, embolisms and stuff happening because of the COVID vaccine. Okay. 
There you go. Take that. Take that. Um, I I think the Amber Heard thing's trending because she pooped in people, his bed. People want to. <laughs> yes. She did, Brian. She really did. She 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 defecated in his bed. That's gonna uh, be that. I had it, no idea. Brian learned something new. Like so, this that, show should be called the corruption of Brian Love. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what this. That's what this show is. Um, let's, so let's hope that Amber Heard's name becomes the synonymous with pooping the bed. Right. Let's say you just Amber Heard. Right. That's we I should heard, all. Moved. I heard it. I heard it in my pants. <laughs> I heard it the bed. Um, let's make that a thing. So no, I, I don't think it goes that deep, bro. I think the Amber Heard thing is trending because it's like junk food and it's easier to digest than like war in Ukraine. Like it just, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't think that like, it's that coordinated. I think people are like, people just love that noisy junk food because like, you know, you try to follow like the war stuff. Right. And it gets into, I do not. Some people do. Right. And then, and so then, and you think about like, so I was at the, uh, the Lincoln Day dinner a few nights ago, and Kip Tom, Ambassador Kip Tom was at that thing, and he was talking about the long-term ramifications of the invasion and this war that, like, you know, Ukraine is a breadbasket. It provides, like, it provides Africa, I think, like, 30% of its wheat, like, for mm-hmm. the whole 30% of the entire continent's wheat. Right. All, none, of the, none of that can ship. None of that, the, you know, and you're sitting there, and you're... Okay, you know, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I'm coming. You know, it just gets, re- yeah. and then you're yeah. like, you're sitting in that, and then you hear Amber Heard poop the bed. You're like, wait, what? And it, it's that shiny thing, and it's easier to deal with that. It's easier to digest that than the actual, the realities. Amber Heard pooped the bed. Let me go back to Amber Heard. Let me go back to Johnny Depp. It's just, yeah, it's that's, e- a good, well, that's a good point. Do you think that it's partially because I wish it was the other thing because it means we would be better people. No, it, it would be no. We were being better people, manipulated by an overseeing hand. Oh, I yes, wish right. that yes. was the case. Yes, but yes. I don't yeah. think it is. I think I you're we just like it more. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Do you think that it's at all a, a part of it being that uh, it's the social aspect as far as like the relationship part of it? Because I don't watch the thing I see this stuff on Facebook or whatever of, of what happened that day or whatnot, but day to day, I don't really care. But for a long time, you know, the implication was that, you know, men can't be victims of, of spousal abuse. Um, that's kind of the way that it was perceived. And like this, this whole, uh, thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard kind of like gets everybody's attention because it just brings that, we all know that that's not the case that that there can spousal abuse can happen both ways, but it kind of brings that to attention. The, any, any tie in with that you think? Well, yeah. And I think there is a sort of Johnny Depp got canceled when this first happened. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. When right. the accusations came out, that's why like, the done trial, right? The whole defamation yeah, trial. Suing her because defam- yeah. 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 Right. Like he done. Like he, I mean, he's lost hundreds of millions of dollars. And who knows how much he's lost because how many opportunities that he's had. And again, it was that jump to, you know, it was a jump to your point, right? Of anytime someone yells fire, people come running. Mm-hmm. And we're finding that there are people out there. Jesse Smollett, remember that guy? Yeah. The, yep. the guy who, who staged his own, staged his own, his, his own racial assault. 
Amber Heard. Th- these people, there are people that do this. And it's disgusting behavior because there are real instances of racism in this country. There are real instances mm-hmm. of abuse in this country. There are real instances of these things that then it makes it harder. It makes it harder to read between the lines. Tell the difference between yeah, the two. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And so you get people who want to, you know, make a name for themselves, want to be a part of that, who then are craving for that attention. Um, well, and is there, to build a little bit on what you're saying, but is there, um, is this a good opportunity to kind of look at that, that, that portrayal that Amber Heard is putting on and she's getting a lot of criticism for acting on, yeah, on the, whatever, on the, or what do you call it when you're being the stand, the stand. Yeah. When Mm -hmm. you're. She's acting on the stand. I learned that. I learned that from Travis McConnell. Travis McConnell, LLC, <laughs> paid sponsor of the Freedom Cats podcast. If you have legal trouble, Travis is yeah. your guy. So, so they're talking about how she might have like a mental, like a neurosis. She might mm-hmm. be, you know, the DSM five designation of a um, psychopathic narcissist, or you know, something along those lines. I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know what the designation would be, but something like that. And this is a sign of how. That that exists. That person who's has no real tie to emotion, but likes to to think uh, like will see it and act on it and say, "Okay, this is what I see." She was talking about how Johnny Depp was crying, right? And she thought it was weird. For example, that's the one snippet I saw, and people were playing off of that, like that's human emotion, and she couldn't relate to it, and they were trying to diagnose her with some sort of neurosis. And so this whole dynamic between them has kind of delved into this crazy level of dissecting the personalities and the, you know, the relationship of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And people are gleaning valuable nuggets from it. And you started by saying this is junk food, right? But people are so hungry for trying to find something meaningful in the junk food, right? They're picking out the peanuts, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. it's so as you're saying, you know, spousal abuse and how men can be abused yeah let's let's pull that out of the let's pull that out of the junk food right let's let's pull out hey maybe you know there are people who have these neurologic conditions that you know we should be aware of i don't know as this whole thing's unfolding are we looking for more value in a two actors having a conflict and you know some serious stuff Freedom Cats podcast is brought to you by Hoplore Brewing with two locations in the historic Leesburg Mill and the new location on Market Street. We brew with innovation. Information, obviously, you know, that's why he's taking her to court. But is it is it just junk food? I don't know. I, I think it hits on it's we're talking about all these different you know, social issues, it, it hits on that same, I don't know, emotional level that, you know, the, the, the second amendment proclamations and the, the other things, the Roe v. Wade, they all have this crossover. Like we could talk about laws and, and helping with, you know, local finance and everything all day long, but there's this crossover into an emotional state on certain things. And that's probably why there's such uh, you know, they come to mind. They're such big topics as opposed to, you know, worrying about wheat 
coming from well, they do they do the Ukraine. Hit, some of these do hit home for a lot of people. Yeah, you know. No, I think he. I mean, I think that is part of it too. It's it it's personable, right? We all know Johnny Depp. We all have some kind of connection to Johnny Depp, personal connection. I mean, we, we may, that's why we do this podcast. We have these personal connections to these films and the people that sure. do them, right? Mm-hmm. So, like Johnny Depp is someone to you. He's he's been a part of your life some way somehow. Um, and so you feel a personal connection to it. Um, and yeah, you're right. There are instances people can look at it and see things in their own relationships or past relationships, you know, toxic toxicity and things in relationships that they've had. And so all of that makes it just delicious to, and it's televised. We have access to it. And that's still, even now today, there's something kind of like, you know, there's something kind of sexy about that. When we get to watch a, get to watch court proceeding and all people's all their private oh yeah right exactly you know exactly that's the whole thing with like the supreme court thing like stuff doesn't come out of the supreme court like you can't photo you can't take photos in the supreme court you can't record in the supreme court you can't document i mean and so like for something to leak out of it there's something about that that's you know it's dangerous well not only that but uh from what i understand johnny depp wasn't there was no part of during his his uh, whatever, where he was being grilled by the attorneys, where he denied his addiction, or he he denied uh, beating up cabinets, right? Like he he was like, yeah, I did mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it it was it just legitimized him as a human being, right? So he's in your he's in your uh, house in movies, and you're watching him or whatever as a relatable character, or as somebody who's been in your house for a long, long time, and then you hear, oh, he's human. And yeah. he's not denying these yeah. these things. So All right. I, it's a little bit more relatable to Last me. Last thing on the Johnny Depp thing. Tell me. You're Johnny Depp. You're you win this case, right? You're 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 you've redeemed. Mm-hmm. In the court, in the in his in his in testimony, the, he talked about uh, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and that being canceled. Yeah. And you know, how he felt about that and how he really felt that they deserved a, one last sort of send off. So let's say you're Johnny Depp and Disney comes to you hat in hand or mouse ears in hand. Right. (laughs) And they want to make another pirates or they want to do like a Disney plus show. What's the number? If you're Johnny Depp, what, how, how many zeros are on the check for you to come back after what happened? Do you think he holds a grudge against Disney itself? Yeah, that's a good question. Even if he doesn't, I'm gonna he's in a hundred. Let's say he six does zeros, maybe seven. Even if he does, he's a smart enough man to know a leverage situation when he's got one. The people are going to be screaming for this movie or show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it, there will be a demand for this if you're. They what's can pay the him. I mean, what's nobody's name? paying Orlando Bloom now, so they can pay him, pay Johnny Depp as much as they want. So what? Twenty million for a film. One one shot. I don't even know what actors are getting paid anymore. Honestly, yeah, I don't. I have no I idea don't either. Uh, twenty million sure, sounds 20, yeah, yeah. Twenty million. Okay. Why not? Why not? Sure. Yeah. Twenty million. Twenty million gets it done. Sure. I. I, feel I like want you, half a bill. You want five hundred million dollars? I want half. That's how mad I am. I want half a bill. So you're saying he's got a grudge against Disney and he is fleecing their coffers. I want half a bill. 
Ryan, you got something? Yeah, well, in court, he was asked that question. And they they threw out something like $10 million. And then they said like a uh, 100,000 alpacas. So apparently alpacas is a sweet spot for Johnny Depp. I have no idea. Oh, I didn't know how packas were an issue. Let me let me give you a new number. That like adds a, a whole new element was, to this. He's he's got a passion for alpacas. Yeah, in court they were like, so That's fantastic. If Disney asked if for you to come back as uh, Jack Sparrow for, I think it was like ten million and a hundred thousand alpacas, what would you say? And he goes, not a chance. Yeah, half a bill. I give him seventy five thousand llamas because like alpacas are like three quarters of a llama, right? Yeah, there's some. What's ac- that? Some what's ac- the? There's an ad humor for you. <laughs> hey, hey, that was a good one. I don't know. What's the alpaca to llama conversion? Yeah, I have no idea. Three. He just told you the conversion rate. Listen to the man. He just told you it's three quarters to one. I'm just guessing. I mean, there's somebody out there that knows. Argentinian alpacas. Um, I have no idea if that's a thing. I don't even know if that's a thing. Um. All right. Well, anything else we want to hit on, guys, before we say goodbye? I mean, we've, we've, wow, we went on a journey. We today. literally went from local politics to way more than that. What? Unbelievable. So, um, yeah, on behalf of myself, Jody, Stefan, Brian, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you to our sponsors and more, most importantly to our listeners. We love you. We are the Freedom Cats. Meow.